What's up, world? It's your boy, DJ47. Thanks for tuning in to our YouTube page. If you like what you see, hit the like button, and don't forget to subscribe to us as we hit you with new videos every week. One. You're now listening to the sounds of KDPG Radio. Keep the party going. Yeah, yeah, once again, it's your boy DJ47, it's the One Shot Deal Podcast, and we got another guest in the building, he called, he goes by the name of L.Y., is that correct? Yeah, that's correct, That's sir. correct, that's correct, okay, so, what's going on, my dude? Man, you know, just uh, quarantining. Quarantine, yeah, how how you dealing with all that? I mean, it has its up and downs, but uh, through the process, I'm just writing and grinding and promoting. That's what's up, that's what's up. I'm gonna, we're going to get a little bit more into that detail, something like that, about the whole 2020, the artists, you know, quarantine and, and, and all this mayhem that's going on in the world right now and all. I know, right. But the first thing first, you know, you know, we, we want to know about you. We want to start talking about you. We want to get all about you. I hope, you, you know, if you're someone that loves yourself, you're going to love this interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, man. Well, first thing first, you know, um, I know it got to be initials, right? The L Y, don't like that. So, please tell me, what does that stand for? Uh, basically, I just, you know, thought about a name that's just, you know, uh, close to home. So I felt like why not use the last two letters of my name, of my name, and just run with it. So Willie L L Y, you know what I mean, just came along with that. L Y. Where were you from? Uh, born and raised in Miami, you know. Uh, we started off in the hood, named Lil Haiti. Then from there, the parents moved us up to El Porto, you know, decent area. You know, still got to see things because the school where we uh, located at, you got inner city, you know, kids going there. So it's like, though we moved from the hood, I still seen a lot of stuff. And, you know, and also I went back to the hood because I don't want to forget where I came from. I had... Family in the hood still, so that's over in um, Little Haiti. Yeah, okay. Or just other hoods. Like I had cousins in the other hoods, so I would okay. always go back to the hoods. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to forget, you know, where you come from. Yeah. So this is how I brought up myself. Okay, I was I was I was thinking L Y maybe N Y. That's why I had to ask um, where you from and all like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, um, it's well, good to clarify things. Yeah, though, yeah, right? yeah. You know, you know, um, whatever. Um, did you grow up in? Uh, you know, born in '83. So as a kid, I grew up in the '90s era, you know, so, golden era. So you, music but rap. you were born in '83, so you're an '80s baby. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. '80s baby, but you know, uh, you know, born uh, like I said in '83. So by the time I was like six, seven, the '90s came along. Yeah. So I seen more of the '90s than I did the '80s. You know what I mean? But you're a little familiar with the 80s and all like that. Or like towards the late 80s because, you know, when you're like born, you don't remember things. Yeah, I mean, you know yeah. I mean? But then you might you might remember. Because the question the next I was going to ask you was the fact like what type of lifestyle you live. Because I'm, I'm 1980. That's when I was born. Oh, so you got to see a little bit more than yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I was from New York. So that 10 years of New York I was living, there's a lot that I remember and all like that. And I take with me to, to this day. Right. So that's why it was like, that's why the question is asking, like what type of lifestyle do you live? Right. Like during the, you know, eighties and nineties and all like that, you know. Yeah. So what is it? Your lifestyle, you know. You did you grow up rich, poor? You know, I mean, I don't want to like get. I, said, I mean, was, you, you don't you don't have to say anything. No, like you don't I said, like, no, like I said, it was it was best of both worlds. You know, we came from the hood, then you know we moved to like the good parts, and but through the good parts, like I said, the school we went to, yeah, you had inner city <laughs> kids going there, so okay. still got into stuff, and especially me because. They felt like, oh, he's not from the hood, not knowing that I came from there originally. So I had to, I had to fight a lot. Yeah, I was gonna ask that question. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was not gonna let nobody just walk over me. Plus, you know, my dad was like, somebody hit you, hit them back. Yeah. And that's why you know grew my heart at from elementary, and then uh, so that's just how I came up. Well, what's your background? Well, my parents them from Haiti. You know, then they came here. And, uh, so, and, that's why when you said. My pop said, "If you hit, if someone hits you, you better hit them back." You know, like that. that yeah. Cause I, you know, I'm Haitian too. Yeah. My, my my dad says, "Like, listen, man, I ain't trying to get you in no fights. But if you get in the fight, you better not lose that fight." <laughs> no, it's not about losing; more like stand up. You know, yeah, stand up. You know, yeah. stand up to bullies and all yeah, like that. Exactly. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Like that. So, 
As we're talking a little bit, a little bit about your lifestyle, this is something I like to do on my podcast when I interview artists because I want to get more in, in detail with them and I want them to share with us. So this is like the segment of the show where I'd be like, L.Y., can you tell us, me, Peepers in the building, shout out to Peeper, yeah, shout out. Uh-huh. social media world, YouTube live, can you tell us a story? An entertaining story about your growing up. Let's start with your childhood growing up. Can you tell us a certain story that, you know, that can embark in us, that we can laugh, we can cry, we can get angry with, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, it's a good one, man. Let me hear it. Uh, Entertain us. It kind of deals with, like, anger issues, but, like, in the fun way. Okay. Um, But I'm very competitive. So I was playing Mortal Kombat one day, and, man, Goro was, you know Goro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The forearm dude. Which Mortal Kombat? One or two? (sighs) I think this was Mortal Kombat 1. Oh, yeah, because Street Fighter 2 was a killer, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when Mortal Kombat okay. came out, oh, man, Goro was kicking my ass, like I said. And I'm like, man, I want to get to the last master, which was uh, Shane Song, whatever the name was. And I just kept... That's the one that, that kept changing um, face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, him. Okay. So I'm like, man, I couldn't get to him. And I was like, okay, I started getting frustrated. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to beat Goro ass this time. <laughs> man, I had like one more lick to get off of him. And he just came in, rushed fast, and... I was so hot and mad. I I like I literally blacked out real quick. And I threw my feet. And where my feet landed was like, there was this little, what they call it, like chinas. You know the the things that Island Paris have in their house that is a china, it's glass. Okay, okay. Yeah, so something my like feet. That? Yeah, so okay. like that. So my feet went through it. Boom, bling. Damn. So he. So you were playing Mortal Kombat for real? Wait, me off. I thought we were talking about a video game. So no, you were actually playing Mortal Kombat. Is what you were doing? Basically, yeah. So man, it really got me heated. Like, but that's how competitive I am. You know, like I hate losing. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and I took that like with me wherever I went, whether it be like playing sports. But not like in a like sore loser type of way where I'm gonna fight when I lose. Yeah. You know, but like with the game, it was like I just I had to take my frustration out. So I just, you know, bang and then I got a cut in my leg, started leaking. I'm like, oh sh- my pants gonna come home, I gotta clean this up. <laughs> you know, so I did that and um yeah, so but ever since then I think that's where I, I noticed that I got a competitive spirit inside yeah. me. Yeah. I, I hated losing. You know what I mean? That's that's that is ladies and gentlemen, the moral the moral of the story is if you ever play video games, well, L.Y., just, just let them win. Just let them win. Yeah. And, 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 win. Or don't have him at your house to play the video games so he'll break something. Play at his house so he can break something at his house. Right, right. That's the moral of the story, right? Yeah. Or I'll pay for the shit I break. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, um, uh, see what happened. My laptop broke. I mean, I mean, um, no, 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 no. I'm ordering food. You know, oh, yeah, okay, I have okay. the drinks. We good. We good. Um, so that means you ain't gonna lose in this rap game, then, huh? Bruh, I, I refuse to lose, man. Refuse to lose. Matter of fact, long time ago, I had wrote a line saying something about determined to win. I refuse to lose. Shit like that. So that's why uh, in his first single. I went kind of hard and deep, and you know it might spark a little controversy, but you know rap is a competitive sport. Yeah, you got to come with it, and sometimes your favorite rapper might get eaten up, or you might just have somebody that just meets your favorite rapper in that same level. And where in this song, I wrote a line where I said, "If Machiavelli, Jesus of rap, here's the father." So basically, I'm basically saying like, you know, not disrespecting pop, you know, but I just feel like. Well, what I'm coming with is as, you know, hungry like how he was to be the greatest. Yeah. So I felt like, yo, I'm going to pay homage to him. And at the same time, you know, I want to get to that level with him. Okay. You know what I mean? Because to be the great, you got to study the great. So yeah. that's basically what I did. And I, one thing I noticed is that he's about bars and lyrics and real life. And, and, and I noticed that Wayne also, you know, studied from him too. So I basically studied from him, from Jay, from Big, from Nas. Uh, and basically just, you know, picked up what I could pick up and put my own thing into it. That's what's up. Um, so I, I wanted to get into this record that you that, that you brought to me. Is, is that the record we're talking about right now? Yeah, that's the record we're talking about right now. Well, well let's in, oh, go ahead and introduce the record so we can play it for the people on, on Instagram right, so Live. So this record here is called Better Know. Um, it has a lot to do with, you know, I lost my job through the pandemic and it just made me go hard because I got kids to feed. So within that, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this for not just the entertainment side of it, but 
I got a, I got miles to feed. Okay. You know, so it was like a, a heartfelt track for me, you know, hey, or anybody that could uh, that could you know basically get in my mindset or are in my shoes because they have kids and they gotta you know feed them. So yeah, they should be able to feel the track. All right. Well, let's get into it right now. This is Ly. Better. No. Better no. Let's go. Get that cream, that's on me, bro. Do it for my kids, they my team. You better know, you better know, you better know. Do it for my kids, they my team. You better know, guarantee I'ma get that cream, that's on me, bro. Do it for my kids, they my team. You better know, you better know, you better know. Do it for my kids, they my team. You better Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that was L.Y. Better Know. Better Know. Where can they catch that record? Everybody's on every platform trying to find that music, so it's, it's, it's where it's at. Every platform. You know, uh, YouTube, you can find it out there. Just, you know, YouTube, L.Y. Better Know pops up. And no. you, you spell it in a certain way, or is this regular B E T T E R? No, nah, uh, slang. Okay. You know, B E T T A apostrophe space no. Okay. K N O W. All right. So it's on YouTube. It's on Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, it was getting up on those other platforms for right now. You know, number one platform that people like to go see videos of uh, artists be YouTube. You know. All right. Um, what age did you start rapping? Uh, shoot, let me see. Rapping, I'd say I started rapping uh, 14 years old. 14? Ninth, ninth grade, yeah. And what year was that? 98. 98? Am I sure? 98, 14, 14, 14, 15, yeah, 98, 99. Okay, okay. And um, how do you get started? What, what motivated you to say, let me pick up a pen and a pad and just start writing? Uh, really, just, you know, it was just homeboys we used to hang around with and... You know, they got the freestyle, and I was like, man, it looked like fun. And I kid you not, I jumped in the cypher. Man, I got criticized. Yo, what you doing? <laughs> but, you know, it's like, because I just picked up. And, and, and you said you were like 14? Yeah, 14, 15. Oh, so was, it was it was a craft I, I worked on, and I, I, I got better, and here I am now. How, how long you think you think it took you to get better in the craft? That like, did you know how to structure? Did anyone teach you? Did anyone uh, motivated you? Uh, if anything, the like the criticism, uh, the criticism I was getting was like, I knew I, 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 well, it was not bad criticism, but it was more like, yo, what are you doing? Like, we we we, we understand your lyrics, but the the flow is like, you know, that that pattern had to be fixed. So I went home. I used to be up to like wee hours in the night. And finally, I remember that night I got it. I'm like, oh shit, this shit flow. Now I'm, like, I'm ready. Well, you were like rapping off beat, didn't know how to count bars. Like, what? it was not really. Well, it was not really all beat. It was like my words more like jam packed into to one sentence, and I was not good at tongue twisting. So it was like it didn't sound right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, worked well, on it. Sometimes that that works. As long as you're not offbeat, you know, sometimes it just works. You know, yeah. you just got to figure out how, how it goes down and all like that, you know? Yeah. Um, motivation rappers, yo. Like, I mean, you did say Tupac and Lil Wayne and like that. Is there anyone that you looked up to that you got inspired by when you started writing? Um, Like I said, Nas, 
was a lyricist. Uh, Pac goes like with life. Wayne was like bars lyricist. So and big, a uh, little bit of Jay, you know, just just like people that are considered my top ten. All right, and what what type of if um <clears throat> if I go to Apple Music right now or Spotify and I wanna and I don't know what what type of rap uh, uh, rapper I'm looking for album I just wanna look listen to some new music and I type in a category like what what, what category would you fall into like what type of music you be right rapping about? Listen to the guys I just named I fall in them type uh, that type of category. So you more uh, motivation type of rapping or like that. Uh, I don't want to stick to this one topic. And I want to do like, you know, different like whatever topics, man. You know, things that would be still felt. You know, would it be something for like the girls or the club or life? Just you know, because music is like worldwide. Yeah. And life is not just one topic. In life, <laughs> there's many topics you're gonna go through. I, I agree. Definitely so, agree with so that. Why, so why just make your music one topic? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's just me. Well, Plus, it keeps it interesting. You don't want to, oh, man, this nigga song, this nigga album going to be just everything the same thing. It get boring. Like like with movies. Yeah. Every In the movie, the scenes don't stay the same. It constantly, like, goes to the other parts. It keep you, oh, what's going to be the next scene? Yeah. So that's why uh, I keep it interesting. Well, here's, here's an interesting question that um, I've been mind-boggling myself with um, the last couple of weeks and all. Um, we're going through a, Something different this year, you know, yeah. something that's never been like really done. We're going through this uh, pandemic, um, and then we have also the you know the riots and you know the protesters, and you know 2020 is a very difficult year, and and, and they're kind of trying to make everyone stay at home. So you know clubs ain't popping right now, you know no parties is popping, you know people still getting it on if they want, you know. Well, that's the question I'm trying to find out from an up and coming artist. You know, how do you keep yourself relevant? Like, how do you market yourself to staying, you know, on point? Because like, everyone's doing it, right? right? Everyone's on Instagram. Everyone's on Instagram Live. Everyone's on, on, on Twitch or uh, on YouTube lab, uh, Live. And they're all trying to get you to click on that live. I'm live. Come watch me. And... And what I, what, I, what I learned is it's like it's hard to figure out because you might go on right now and only one or two people watching you. Right. And then maybe you, may, you might go on tomorrow at the same time and now there's 10, 15 people watching you like that. Like how do you keep your sanity from, okay, is one person watching me? Fuck it, I'm still going to entertain them. Or, you know, 20 people, yay, and I'm all excited like that. How do you keep your sanity from that? And, and how do you keep your, 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 your thing fresh enough that people want to embark and, and, and get to know you? That's a two-part question. I know that. But it's, um, how, one, how do you keep yourself sanity from what's going on in the world and, and, and try to keep your art creative? Do you, one, still, you still write? You still do? One thing I do know is um, everybody has their time. You know, so what might be a following today could be somebody else's following tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, one thing I, I remember uh, hearing was this interview by Master P, and he was on tour with uh, Tupac. Tupac gave him a chance, you know, and um, he's like, you know, he was the open the act. Yeah. And Master P said he went on there. The guy got his, uh, I guess, his name wrong. He introduced him as Mr. P. And as a country singer instead of rap singer, so yeah. you know, and I guess that kind of messed up uh, his intro to the audience. So when he got out there on stage, uh, he only had one person bumping because people were like waiting for Pac on top of that. And they was like, "Who's this new person?" So you know, uh, he said it was only one person bumping. He said he don't know if the person was drunk or whatever, but that person was bumping. Yeah, and he was like, you know what? He gonna entertain that one person and keep it going because you got to, you know. Yeah, and from there, you know, you capture one person, you everybody else gonna follow because so, what's real is gonna be felt. I, I definitely agree. So that's what you're doing on Instagram. Have you been live? Have you been going live? Have you? Been- uh, no, not really going live, but I do promote on there. Promote on uh, Facebook. Um, what else? Uh, promote on YouTube. Whatever you know. Avenue I can go through That's what I'm going through But but the question um, The other question I had was How do you make um, Them want to click on yours Opposed well, to that's The, thing. the I hundred can't, other people I, I can't make them Want to do nothing Because everybody's Doing the same thing Yeah But 
the thing is to have your thing stand out but the thing is how do they know it stand out if they don't click on it so it's 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 about word of mouth you know so that's why when i was doing a song i'm like you know one day they're gonna click on it because it's gonna be something that's gonna catch their ears and be like yo this guy he got something and honestly like i i went through my youtube comments and i'm like wow it worked yeah. The, the lyrics I put down on rap, what I expected from people as comments, I, I got to see that. I'm like, it worked. So I, that means what I was doing, which was my homework, making sure I come fire, it, it actually is actually paid off for me because I, I read one comment, a person was like, wow. So certain bars I knew that I was going to catch people, it caught them. So eventually it's going to catch everybody else, you know. But of course, it comes with hate, you know, that territory. Like, whatever you're doing, that territory going to come with love and hate because I'm like, I got like three dislikes but uh you know it comes with the territory like i said but that don't mean that i suck that just mean because they could just hate it for whatever reason you know everybody got a reason what they hate it for because if you have more likes than dislikes that means you're doing something right that mean you know you're coming with bars in that fire and that and i got more likes than dislikes so that means i'm doing something good yeah well um that's also something you know i i read a lot of books and all like that and one thing it says that you know they they kind of um Encourage dislikes and all like that because at the end of the day, yeah, because um, and also they actually listen to it to even to hate it or whatever or dislike it True. or what they they took the time out to do whatever, right? You know what I'm saying? Where they could have just not clicked on it, not not acknowledge it, but if they took the time out even just to dislike the the, the thing. That means they're you caught their attention, right? You know, it's just what do you do with that attention that you have and all like that. Um, <clears throat> so before this whole pandemic happened and everything like that, um, did you perform anywhere? Uh, nah, I mean I was pushing out this one song, but I feel like that was not the song. It wasn't working, so I was like, let me get back to the lab. And I just you know dug deep, and I was like, let me put some of this hunger of what I'm going through because you know being without. You know, uh, a job, and you know you're working on your craft while working. It kind of slows you down. Now that I got the opportunity to go full speed, I'm like, man, okay, let me go full speed at this craft that I like, and you know, and take some of that hunger that that's within inside of me to make it as a as a great artist or just make it in life and just you know put it into track. And that's what I did. Yeah, well, one thing I try to encourage um, upcoming artists is that. Um, perform like perform 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 i mean it, it is your job and you should treat it like that if you exactly. had, if you had a nine to five you have to wake up in the morning you have to go to clock in clock out and like that and i tell you that every artist to do the same thing where where do you perform they always ask me i say open mics you know oh uh, yeah um, I, I get not, no i'm gonna get i'm gonna get to it you know but like i said you know i just came fresh out the lab with that song just like uh, a couple of days ago so yeah. you know uh, we'll be working on, you know, getting on stage and everything, you know. Yeah, you know this, I'm gonna kill it. Yeah, try to find as much open mics, and I try to tell them, you know, not just Miami, but you know, try to find Orlando, yeah. Tampa, like maybe. Yeah, because the world is more bigger than just Miami. Yeah, know? yeah, maybe Monday and Tuesday you're in Miami, Tuesday, Wednesday you're in Tampa, you know, um, Thursday, Friday you're you're in Orlando, and you repeat that cycle every week. And, and the best thing to have is a partner in crime to ride with you because if you perform, you perform, you perform, it's great. But if there's nothing for the crowd to take home, then all it was was a good performance and all. Yeah. And, and, I, and I always tell them that if you perform the same spot every week, at least those two days, they're going to start knowing the lyrics. Yeah. I would always say perform two of the same songs over and over and then maybe a third song, something different every week. But those two weeks... I mean, um, those two songs every every week until they start knowing the lyrics yeah, of the song. Yeah, kind of like how that. the radio station is. Like, they'll play that one song till it's stuck in your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Whether it's fire or not fire, you'll be like, man, this shit in my head. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And, yeah, yeah and, and, you know, if you do marketing like that, it takes at least uh, a good maybe 20 times for that same person to hear it, see it, whatever the case is, before they even take knowledge to, right. to the record and all like that. So it's it's a constant, it's a constant um, battle with the entertainment world, especially now what's going on, where it's like we don't know when the ending results. We all know that one day the masks come off and, and, and we'll get back together uh, and parties will happen again. Oh, the masks had to come off in the studio. No, because I had rappers. yeah. yeah. 
rapping yeah. on the mic through the, uh, through the mask. Dicey. Which would be a bad song because Kanye had what through the wire. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody could come up with through the mask. <laughs> well, you could do like you could do like you could do like future and said mask off. You know, mask off. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm gonna do something about through the mask. Yeah, yeah. I don't know some shit like that. Well, playing around. Well, again, <laughs> as we go back into the segment of the one shot deal podcast, DJ Four Seven turns to Ly and says, "Can you tell us another story?" story um, as we're talking about the whole performing wise and, and you doing your song like you got anything in the music world that you want to tell like you know what I'm saying yeah uh, I remember my first uh, time being on stage was back in maybe 2004 4 or 5 maybe 2003 or 4 uh, yeah it was like it was like captivating uh, it was new it was a rush um yeah, but basically I, I had fun, you know. Uh I just remembered I, I couldn't mess up my lyrics because you know being your first time <laughs> on stage, last thing you wanna do is like, you know, not be ready and then be like, ah, oh, fumble my words because you know but if it's something that you you want, nervousness not gonna come into play, you know? Yeah. So that's one thing I, I knew. I had my lyrics down packed, I did good. I probably maybe focused on one like uh you know, one person or maybe two people and, you know, getting the eye contact, let them know, you know, you see the hunger, uh, hear the lyrics, you know, so. Yeah, outside of rap music, you know, there any type of other music that you like to listen to? Yeah, man, I mess with a lot of other things besides rap, like R&B, um, some soft rock, you know, because soft rock has a lot of good, you know, good songs in there, like, um, uh, what is love? Um, and then in R and B, you got people like from the golden eras of um, what's his name, Marvin Gaye, the Izzy Brothers, yeah. uh, Smokey Robinson, Rick James. Yeah, man. So I just I just like music. Period, man. Okay. Yeah, I even like Madonna. Uh, what's that song? Um, she has. It's a song I, I remember listening to in what? the nineties when <laughs> I was in elementary. It's called um, Like a Version. No, not not like a version. Um, take a bow, holiday. There you go. Take a bow. Take, take a bow. That yeah, y'all try to remember uh, that one. Yeah, that's yeah. a big record. I, I was yeah. trying. I was trying to sample that record right there and all. Uh, oh, that'd be a big sample, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mariah Carey, I love uh, her music. Was always touching. Yeah, man. So it's just more than rap. You know, it's just music. Period. You know, music. Yeah. If music is one thing to touch, whether it be whatever genre, you know, because you could be like in one genre and be like. Yeah, but the moment you step out that genre, you you'll find something that's gonna hit you. You know what I mean? It's not about oh, I'm too tough for this genre, I'm too street for this genre. Nah, music is music because certain things that other genres talk about, rap talk about too. Because yeah. it's, it's music is a topic of life. So to just say I'm gonna just stick with one genre is like you know, like come on, man, you don't only go to McDonald's. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go you to Burger King yeah. too. You feel me? Yeah. So that's just me. You know, I like the. I just like music. Period. So, so by you saying you like music, period. <clears throat> let's say you get trapped in a desert island, right? You can only take three albums with you. Which three albums are you taking with you? Mm. I would have to go with the first album. Would have to be. Mm, good one. Good one. Good one. Remember, you're going to be trapped on this island. You know, you know you're going to go crazy a little bit here in the record and all, but if you had to, okay. which one you rocking with? i go with Carter, the first Carter. Okay. Uh, because um, it has that gold DJ on there. It yeah, has, that was It has a, a whole record. lot of joint. It has that joint that was sampled by, um, they sampled from Al Green. Uh, I'm all. Blood. That shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, my second album would have to be "Me Against the World" because it's one joint on there by Park, uh, which is called "It Ain't Easy." Every time that beat comes on, I just I get I yeah. get a I get a high. I, I know what you're talking about. I know. Yeah, like something about that beat. Easy. Yeah, yeah. It just it Lord just, it knows just, they yeah. had that record oh, on there. Yeah. And um, I would have to say. Um, Mm, 12 play The R. Kelly I'm sorry R. Kelly R. Yeah Kelly, 12 yeah. play Yeah Of course there's no girls Standing on the island But You could just sit there And imagine <laughs> You know <laughs> Just 
It's a dream. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, yo. <laughs> I might get cruc- crucified for this, but it's oh. like I'm. I'm glad you said that. I mean, I mean, I don't condone what R. Kelly has done. I don't put his music with his life. That's me. Yeah, and I and I, and I agree with that because that is a classic record right there. And then sometimes, sometimes you can't I, mingle them both anyways because he's. <laughs> He's giving you art. Whatever's yeah. outside of that is outside of that. That's not music. That's yeah. his personal life. You know what I mean? So to put them two together and be like, oh, I'm not going to support. Yeah, that's just like, um, damn, I'm hungry. This guy got food. It's food. I need food. But I'm not going to get the food. Why? You feel me? So it's like that type of concept. I need to eat. I, I, my if, thing, if that song hits, it hits. I need it. Yeah, my thing is... Uh, uh, yeah, you know, if his record don't get played, the record don't get played. But I'm damn sure, I bet you his record do get played. You gonna start jamming the club and then forgot, oh shit, it's R. Kelly now. <laughs> and that's the thing. Music don't lie. If it hits your heart and you start moving, the moment you stop and be like, oh no, I'm like, that right there's a hater ass move. Yeah. Think about it. Because it's like you was already moving because music touches your heart. Like how did uh, Gloria Stefan had a song, The Rhythm Is Gonna Get You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, that rhythm don't lie. If it's fire, it gets to you. That means it got to you. It's fire. I, I so to sit there agree. and try to fight against it, you're basically fighting against a good time. Why fight against a good time? Ly, would would you like to hear the three albums that I would bring on? on, yeah, on that? Why not? <laughs> well, hear this shit. <laughs> well, the first album that I would bring. Will be DJ Four Seven Percent's Blinders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I heard about that. I seen the Blinders thing. What that's all about, though, man. I seen a video with you on the uh, the boat. Yeah, uh, but I, let me kid. let me let me tell you my three albums first, right? That's the first album I would bring, right? Okay. And then my second album that I would break would be the DJ Four Seven Percent's Blinders, just in case that one got warped. <laughs> 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 and then the third album that I would bring to the island. When I was trapped, would be DJ Four Seven Presents Blinders available everywhere you can go stream your music because I spit hot fire. Yeah, I seen that, man. I seen that. Don't give up, man. That's basically what I was trying to get you to say. I was, I was basically trying to get you to say you want to bring your music because you're the only hottest rapper out there. But even I though that, but... you knocked out three hot albums, right? But I want we talking about you. Yeah. Just like I get that, but we are did cover me part of the interview. So, this is all know. about you. I'm not interviewing yeah, anyone that. else but yeah. you and like that. But I mean, not to take this away because now right. I'm going to contradict myself because now I do want to ask the question. Yeah. Your top five artists. Mm. <laughs> wow, top five artists. Mm. Okay. I'm going to go with, of course, you know, this is a majority of people top two, which is Pac and Big. My third one, I would go well, with. Okay, well, okay, yeah. okay. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 it's well. I was trying to do top five artists, but no, right. let's screw that. We, we want to know about top you. My, my top five rappers. I was, that's what I was getting at. But your top five artists. Okay. I said artists. I didn't say rappers. Yeah, right. I gotta, right. I gotta, I gotta right. correct my my thing. But we're talking artists. about rap. Yeah, okay. artists. So, Pac, Big Nas, R. Kelly. Damn, this is a fight. Ugh. You got one more. Yeah, I know, right? No pressure at all. It's a lot of pressure because I got like three people fighting for that spot in my head right now. And who the, who the, who those those three? Michael Jackson. Uh huh. Ronald Isley. Uh huh. And uh, what's her name? Um, she ain't on the top three. If you can't remember her name, no, no, I remember that's, her name. That's Eliminator because she ain't on the top three. No, no, she is, but I'm just making sure <coughs> you know because it's her and somebody else. So I take that back. Like more, than, it was more than three. It was four. We got either we, Mariah Carey. We got see Dev. My, we got see Dev live on the Instagram. He said all artists. I don't know. I don't know what that means. He put R. Kelly in quotation marks. I don't know if he's with you or he's like, what the fuck? Hey, he got good music, man. You know what I mean? So okay, here we go. 
Pac, Big, Nas, R. Kelly, Ronald Isley. Dang, he left out Jay Z, man. So I mean, I know because Jay and Nas like in the same. Yeah, so it's two kind of Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but because their their platform, as far as what they did, you got to man. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to man. Well, well, here's my thing. You know, I might get shot in the foot on this one, right? <laughs> Everyone always wants to say Tupac and Biggie, Biggie and Tupac, da 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 da. da. And I always like to explain this to people that the greatest artists of all time, why? Because they're dead? No, definitely not because they're, I'll tell you why. I, mean, I get that because people, that's the thing. Some people feel like you're, like how Big said you're nobody until somebody kills you. No, these guys are already there before they even got killed. But my thing is this. It was one song that captivated me for Tupac. I, all right. An incident happened in sixth grade. I was with the... With a group of guys, they happen to do stuff. I, because knowing them, I got you know uh, pointed out because he didn't want to rap on the person that he was covering for. Yeah. But they didn't see the book back in my hand, so it was like stupid to take me in for a suspension when you don't see the evidence on me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? I ain't gonna sweat it. I took that suspension. But when I got home, <coughs> I kid you not, like while everybody was talking about Pac, I wasn't talking about Pac until that day when I got home. And I was listening to an underground radio station, 97.7, shout out to them. Um, I was trying to get some music on, on their radio station. And they were playing that Dear Mama. And in that song, he said, suspended from school, scared to go home. I said, who is right in my life? And kind of yeah. find out that that's just something that he experienced. So that just made me already like, yo, this my dude. You know what I mean? Because I can relate. You know? So, uh, and then years down the line, Big had, you know, uh, the song with uh, Bone Thugs, but that's not the song that captivated me. It was a song that how he expressed himself, and I was like, man, what type of life was he living? What was he going through for him to spit those lyrics about everyday struggle? Yeah. You know what type it is? I mean, what, what type of stuff it is for a man to sit there and spit? He don't want to live no more? That's what captivated me to care for Big. Like, yo, keep living, bro. Don't give up. Like, shit be hard out there sometimes, but don't give up. You know what I mean? That's what I was saying when I was hearing that song. I'm like, damn. And he captivated me with that song. And that's what music supposed to do, captivate. Mm. You know, whether it be for, even if, even if you didn't want to captivate, you just want to do it for yourself. If you did it for himself, well, it captivated me. You know what I mean? And I rode with Big since then. Same with Pac. Well, I mean, I can tell you one thing that's too great explanation on why you think they're the two greatest of all time, and I'm not going to take that away from you. So I'm gonna yeah, because life, 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 life things I've been through. You know what I'm saying? But with Big, I didn't go through with with suicidal thoughts like how he did. But just the fact that you know, because I'm a, I'm a caring type of person, and like I don't know the dude, but damn, I don't, I don't like people you know taking themselves out. Yeah, and I mean, I'm like, damn, what, what was he going through? You know, deep, deep, deep song, man. Even now, I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, damn, shit, still, you know, messing with. Well, um, to move the keep on the little hip hop to our topic right there, right? Um, so we do this thing every Saturday on on a show we got called "What Are You Drinking?" Right? We do. Uh, we've been doing lately for the last couple of weeks. It's a rap battle tournament, right? Everyone's always like, "This is the greatest. This is the greatest. This is the greatest." So I said, "Okay, now how about we put all these artists?" I mean, I couldn't put everybody in there. I forgot a future. I forgot all these other two chains. Da 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 da. But so I put together a bracket, right, of uh, uh, about 16, 16, I believe, 16 or 32 um, people. Let's get it started. And, um, <laughs> yeah, right now I want well, – what I do is we, we do a bracket every Saturday. We get everybody to vote. Whoever gets to the top – whoever gets to five first wins. And then I go on social media within the week and I post it up and then they give their votes and all. So we want to get your votes to see if – the same people moving on, or maybe you're going to change the, the, the format, you know? Right. And you're also more than welcome to come this Saturday to be part of the, uh, of the next uh, uh, um, um, lineup and like that. Okay. But let, 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 let's see who you rocking with, right? All right. This Saturday we did this. We did a battle between J. Cole and French Montana. Now, this is back. We're, we, we went back to the island now. You know what I'm saying? You didn't bring the album. Now you're bringing these albums. Now we're in the islands. You got one DJ there playing one artist day in and day out. Besides your record, 
which one can you tolerate and who which one would you want to rock through through your struggles and everything, whatever the case is. When you wake up in the morning, when you go to sleep at night, what what artists do you mind listening to day in and day out? Is it J. Cole or French Montana? Yo, people, you got a pen back there? I need you to take to take take, take his votes. You know what I'm saying? You got your phone, just write it on your phone, you know. Whichever one he says, we're gonna calculate that to the Good question, J. Cole. French Montana. Wow. Is it Coke Boys or is it Hollywood Coke? Hollywood Coke. Hollywood Coke. Hollywood Coke. I go with J. Cole. Ooh. You heard that? That's another one for J. Cole. Moving on. Jada Kiss or Rock Camp? Rock him. Fifty cents or Jay Z? I go with Jay Z. And the last one, Rick Ross or Young Jeezy? Jesus Christ. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm a, I, I'm not gonna lie. They are neck. To neck right now, you might be the tiebreaker. You see, when you bring them to the thing is, I when you said that, I hear um, what's his name, Jeezy saying, "Man, I used to have nothing." Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know like, that. Like, like songs like that, that that just takes you, you know. Yeah. And then Rick Ross, I hear joints like um, "Everyday Hustling." No, oh. and that's why they're neck to neck right now. Hmm. You they, might be uh, the tiebreaker. I'm just no pressure, no pressure, but you might be the tiebreaker. Okay, okay, okay. Damn, bro, because they like in the same lane. We're like. Whether it be streets or something for the clubs or females, so it's like, hey, if it, if it was if it was easy, there would be no sense doing this bracket. I know, I know. Damn. Mm. I don't want to take up all the time too, but damn, um, I'm trying to get one more track to go against each other in my head to see who would come out with. Um, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Let's go with Jeezy. I said Jeezy. He said Jeezy. Yeah. Yeah, you got people in the background just like, Jeezy, Jeezy. Jeezy, Jeezy, Jeezy. He's trying to brainwash, he's trying to rig the... I really didn't hear him say Jeezy. I have a story behind Jeezy. Okay. Well, people, you want to give your votes? That's why you yelling out there. You want to give you your want votes? Me give your votes? Well, what's your votes? Yo, I'm, I'm number one. Fr- French Jeezy all day. Who? Jeezy. Okay. Are you writing these numbers down? Yes, I'm trying to write them down. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you said Jeezy over over Rick Ross. Jay Z, Jay Z, fifty. Jay Z or fifty. Jay Z or fifty. That's a close I think one. He said That's that. a real close one, man. And I like fifty. 50, I could jam all day with no skipping, no nothing. Jeezy, I mean, uh, um, Jay-Z, there's a couple of tracks I really don't, and I skip past, but I got to go with 50 all day. You're going with 50, yeah. Rock Cam and Jada Kiss. 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 Jada's my nigga. Do you even know who Rock Cam is? The the question's always is... Are oh, you going? You going Rock Him? Okay, we need on Rock Him. All right. <laughs> French Montana or J. Cole? J. Cole all day. All right. All day. All right, check this out. See, Dev, like, who's that in the back yelling and shit? That's Peeper, man. Go ahead, jump on the camera right quick. Go ahead, <laughs> shut the camera right there, man. Oh, what they do, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how far you want to take this rap game? 
Small goals, big goals, yo. Big goals, man. Everything you got to no, do. No, no, I mean, you got to have... I'm, I'm asking you, what are your small goals? Oh, okay, okay, big my goals, bad. You know? uh, small goals is, of course, you know, every indie artist, you know, we we deal with, like, just trying to get noticed. Um, but, of course... What's you your know, what's your blueprint? I'm trying to steal your your your, your blueprint. Like, how, it's how, an easy blueprint. How, how are you going to make it... Basically, my, my point is, like, how are you going to take these steps from 1 to 10... To get there, believe it or not, like right now, what I'm doing, I'd be up to about five, six in the morning, sleep, wake up three hours, four hours later, back at it again, or you know, making something to eat, seeing, make sure the kids good. And my oldest son helps out a lot, you know. So and, and how old is he? He's 11. Okay. So we shout out to him, um, you know, because I'd be up late just working, promoting, and when I when I promote. It's the hard and long way because, you know, without a platform, like some of these celebrities, they got the radio because they backed up by either a reality show or a record label. So it's easy for them to get noticed. But yeah. you just coming out the dark and, you know, just start walking. Hey, not, not, not. It's one door at a time. You know, you're going to catch some people. You're going to not catch some people. Yeah. So basically, I'm on this grind where... I'm just hitting up social media and YouTube, you know, just promoting through there. Yeah. And um, with YouTube, you got this um, ads account. Uh, if you got Google. Google ads. Yeah. So you can just, you know, uh, pay for advertisement and, you know, stuff like that works. Build a team. Yeah, building a team um, is what I'm on right now, too. I, 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 stress, I stress what everybody is... Um, Build a team, build a movement. If you have something that people follow, and then that's the movement right there. You know, there's a story um, with Steve Aku. I think that's his name. He's, he's, um, I know he's um, jack up his name. He's a, My bad, I'm still like shook off of that, thinking about that Biggie song, man. It had me like, you know, tr- like hairs up and well, the, fingers twitching. But go ahead, man. I'm listening, well, man. well, there's the point right there. I I always say if it wasn't for Puff, Biggie wouldn't be where Biggie was or still is. Because even when Biggie died in 97 in March, he's still relevant to this day because Puff makes sure. Ten years later, learn that too. I think Big made sure too because of his lyrics. You know, he just came from the soul. Yeah, but it, but you, if you didn't have Puff still pushing, yeah, of course, you need you need somebody to Puff, push Puff, you. Right? Puff, Puff Puff was smart enough to know that I'm not gonna make a movie next year. Right. He waited to like a good ten years or so to drop the Biggie movie to make it relevant. Yeah. Then he'll put out shirts, uh, a Biggie brand, and like that. He kept want to push Biggie, out your artists. Yeah. Uh, he only had two albums alive. And Puff made sure that he was known as the greatest rapper of all time. Puff Daddy's one the of greatest. the greatest because, to, to, honestly, I, I I can't say Pac over Big. I can't say Big over Pac. That's just you know how that's just me because honestly they both came with it. You know what I mean, this it's, is like in a fight, like in a boxing fight, right? Yeah, both boxers gonna come with it. You can't say oh that nigga had no punches. This nigga had all the punches. That's bullshit. Well, I mean, at the end of the day... They both had punches. Well, at the end of the day, the best rapper alive, it's really an opinion. True. You know, it's True. like... Because I don't think they're the greatest rapper of all time. Tupac maybe more now because of what he says is, is relevant to what's happening today. Mm. So because it's always been happening. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's it's really hard to say. I'm the greatest rapper of all time. Fuck that shit. I don't need to go big up the next person. It's always good thing you know, have that confidence stuff, you know, proclaim and stuff, you know? Because ain't nothing wrong See, with... See, Dad's corrected me saying he had one album while yeah. he was alive because he died yeah, yeah, before yeah, the yeah, album the... dropped, you know? But yeah. he completed the albums, what I was trying to get at. Yeah, I get you. Um, I mean, I always like to tell the story that, that was, they had the greatest story of hip-hop. Mm. Because it was like friends to enemies, and they both died like by the lyrics. But if you look at it right, if you look at it like in a boxing way type of match, because in boxing they count punches, who had the most punches, right? Yeah. And Pac and Big in that ring, as far as like lyrics and stuff, Pac's punches were more than Big's punches. Because you know, like I said, in boxing they count how many punches a person has. But 
<laughs> but what are but you talking you, about? Are you talking about lyricists or songs? I, I just mean both of it, both of, both of it together. Like because lyrics I think, and, I think lyrics and songs. Because I think Biggie had better lyricists. Tupac was not a lyricist. He was a, a lot of people sleep on that because if you listen, yeah, he had a lot of deep life stuff. But he had okay, like uh, certain bars, like um, my lyrics is blueprint to money making. That ass, that ass, that's honey shaking. Think about it. That's 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 a, a, a metaphor or simile, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's bars. He listen to it. My lyrics is blueprint to money making. Fat as that ass, that's honey shaking. Honey's you know women using their ass to make money. His blueprint is the music to making money. So that you know metaphor or simile. And, and, and I agree. Listen, so I, he came with it maybe well, not well, like in every line. Well, but because he had a story okay, to tell. Okay, okay, but that's what I was gonna get at. You know, you know, a broken clock is right at least two times a day, right? So he did. He did have a lyric or two that was like, oh wow. I because mean, he, he has been, great music. He had great songs. I give you that. songs, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you saying that, I can sit there and tell you my people's Lost Boys, money, I mean, music makes me high. I mean, um, Legal Drug Money, just the name of the album is like mind-blowing if you really think about it. Legal Drug Money. What is Legal Drug Money? Music. Yeah. So it was like, a broken clock is right every one time. Jay-Z got that for days. Nas got that for days. Big Daddy King got that for days. Rakim got that for days. But it's about those little punchlines. Big Pun had that for days. He got yeah. those punchlines. So, no, I'm not knocking Tupac. I'm a fan of Tupac. But lyrically, Biggie would eat him alive. Better emotional songs, Pac got him on that. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's hard to even, you know, yeah, put them together. But... At the end of the day, you still got to put them together because it comes to down to punches. And when I mean punches, I don't mean just punchlines. I just mean like lyrics and songs. You know what I mean? And they both had lyrics and they both had All songs right, that but, touch you. But, but again, it goes back to that. If you're saying lyrics and songs, I mean, if you're going off songs, Biggie didn't have really a catalog to really compete with, you know. But that's the thing. Even a short catalog I mean, I mean, could compete, though. That's I, I, the thing. I would, I would put Nas over Biggie. Nah, but that's the thing, though. A short catalog could compete with a long catalog because remember now, in, in songs, there's only so much topics you can talk about before you recycle the topic. And I agree with that. Yeah, because b- b- before long, you know it, you'll be recycling the topic. Uh, sorry, the, the, recycling the topic, but the only thing is you're, you're now flipping the lyrics, but it's the same topic. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, yeah, I, I, and I know, and, and that's what you base on. Like, if I buy a Jay Z album, I'm expecting to hear what Jay Z been talking about because I just want to relate to that. And I'm but not gonna be flipping that. different lyrics. But again, if you could tell me about Biggie, and I, if you want to, like, like I want to compare Tupac to Biggie. That that's always my argument because Tupac and Biggie are not in the same lane. Like a Nas and a Biggie is in the same lane, and I'll take Illmatic over Ready to Die, even though Ready to Die is a banging album. But I would take Illmatic over that. Why would you say that? Though? <laughs> like, I mean, Illmatic I get, I, track for track is hard. Yeah, but sometimes it just it stand out like Bigs. That's the thing. Like, okay, maybe because, with lyrics, but not because, as as hits. Because again, is what I'm trying to stress to everybody. We're talking about lyrics, though, but not hits, right? But this is what I'm trying to say. Biggie had Puff. People's always undermining Puff. Puff made sure he rammed Biggie down your throat. I have a video. But like it's my- not even that. Even, I get that part. But here's my thing. If somebody ran Nas down our throats too, but the thing was, it's about his no, songs. No, they didn't. They didn't run Nas through our no, throat. No, but here's the thing. But when you got to hear about Nas and you went back to the album, you'd be like, okay, I see why this was not a hit. I see why. Because remember, a hit is about a hook. It's about the hook. Because one thing I did always say to myself, and then later on, I was watching this reality show, and Puff was on that reality show, and Puff said something that, I was saying for a long time before you even said it, that when it comes to hit making, the hook is the most important thing because the song will always go back to the hook. Okay, and, and, and I do agree with that in a sense now by you saying that. Because Nas had lyrics, but some of the hooks on Illmatic was like, wasn't able to withstand as a hit. But this is why. But he had great bars. But this is where, this is where Puff comes to play. You said, you said it yourself. The hooks. That's Puff. Yeah, he was a producer. For that, for that album, Biggie hit, with the, with the Biggie, beats. Biggie hated Juicy. Yeah, the Locks hated all about the Benjamins. Yeah, and that's but all because he had a vision because he knew them, 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 them hits, them golden it, hits it, could have been remade and be even bigger. And in that, in that era. If, if Nas had a Damon Dash or a Puff Daddy, oh, okay, I see what you're saying now. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. knocking Biggie. Okay, I'm not knocking like the song Pop. That you okay, I got you. Yeah, it's just that. You need that right to produce. You had that you. right person who's ran. Listen, I have a video that I can show you after this. It's a Biggie's birthday bash. My homeboy, I know if you heard of the Lost Boys. 
Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Cheeks, yeah. Mr. Cheeks' Mr. cousin Cheeks. right there, mm-hmm. right? There's a video of him rapping. This is when they're all on the come up. Puff Daddy, while he's rapping, Puff Daddy whispers in the ear while he's rapping. And next thing you know, he's like this, thinking of what to say. Then he says his line, then he says, to all we got to do is party and bullshit. Yeah. You know, that's a Puffy, that's a Biggie record. Right. So that means Puffy went in his ear and said, whatever you do, promote that record. And if you watch the video, you see Puff Daddy in the corner looking like, looking, looking, looking like a cornball while these people are performing, and he's just making sure every person that performed, Old Dirty Bastard was there, Craig Mack was there, they had to big up Biggie's record. I'm a fan of Biggie. Yeah, Biggie do got lyrics. But Biggie's where Biggie is to this, to this day, and why people say he's the greatest is because of Puff. He's a great lyricist. I'm not knocking him. Yeah. But you're taking away Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Jay-Z, Nas, Ludacris, all these other great lyricists because Puff Daddy want to make sure you say Biggie at the end of the everything. Yeah. They had a great story. You the story why, was too? great. Because you need, because like, my thing is. And that's going well back to what I'm saying. Have the right team. Yeah, right team. But the thing is, too, like, me just studying, like, uh, certain albums, I see what could work as hits and what can't work as hits. And it's all about beats and hooks. And then the delivery and lyrics. That right there but, but, is the element that you need for a hit. Well, again, yes, for a hit record. I completely agree with you. But we're not talking about hit records. We're talking about the artists themselves. We're talking about their lyrics themselves. You know, that's what I'm getting at. You put all that formula together, you're completely right. And that's where the right team comes in and tells you, nah, do that over or right. change this or this, mm-hmm. this, this and that. You know, Nas has his team. I'm not going to knock it at all. But Nas came in dirty, grimy with that Illmatic shit. And it was like, there was no promotion that needed to be said. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was hot. It was hot. And that's just my opinion. Again, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. it's just my opinion. But I'm not knocking Biggie. But when people come. And then you also got to understand, whenever you say the greatest of all time, you're always going to hear Biggie and Pop. You're never going to just hear, oh, Tupac and then go on. Or you're never going to. You always put them in the same category. Just like how you put Nas and Jay-Z sometimes in the same category and like that. And that's just my opinion I'm expressing on that. And I always try to stress that as, as, as me. But anyway, enough about them because they made they did their time. Rest in peace to both of them, the two great artists. We are talking about you. Right. We're talking about the initials. Y. Yeah, L-Y. L-Y. Not N-Y, L-Y. L-Y. Because the name is spelled W-I-L. Willie. So, once you tell the fans right now something that they may not know about you and all like that, let's enter more into your world. Well, I guess they'll get to know through the music because, you know, if I tell a story now, they might not want to hear it in the music. You know what I mean? Or, 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 or you, or you can tell them a story that makes it interesting that they want to go get the music. I read the Prodigy book, right. My Infamous Life. I went back to listen to their album, The Infamous. I saw it in a whole different light. Yeah, because they yeah, t- everybody got a story to tell, you know. Yeah, yeah so we want to know your story. You know, you're, you're on my yeah, time. I think I kind of gave it away with the you know, questions you asked as far as like where I'm from, what I cover. So, you know, me coming from both worlds, you know, I'm doing it for both worlds. You know, whether you in the hood or you're living it up, like how John would say, you know what I mean? So it's just about just captivating people, man, just capturing them. All right. With your words, you know, whatever you want to come with. All right, then how about we uh, humanize you, you know, bring you down to our level just for a second and all. You know, when you turn on the TV, right, if you turn on your Netflix or your Hulus or your YouTubes. Oh, or... my Facebook humanizes me a lot. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> People will be like, man, you need a therapist. Like, you know, what are you going through? But... Facebook did ask me what's on my mind, so why not? So, 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 so like, why people coming at me? You just you just answered the question. They exactly, asked you, right? you know, people be like, hey, you need to take that. To, yo, you asked me a question. I'm just answering it. You know what I mean? So don't take it on me. <laughs> Facebook is my therapist, so you know what I mean. Anything anybody want to know about me, my real life was on Facebook. So what um <laughs> what, what 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 shows would you recommend for us to watch or, or movies? Or, you know, any any good movies out there that you know we should be looking into? Um, or even classic movies, you know. Yeah, I think everybody's on the same. But I mean, whether it be like Scarface, 
not to like you know um, glorify that type of lifestyle. Oh, I mean, I mean, what what do you enjoy? You know, we're not we're not. Yeah, what I enjoy. I, okay, I, I, okay. I hope nobody penalizes. Everybody you. likes an action movie. So <laughs> yeah. action movie, you know, uh, Scarface is one of my action movies. Um, Avengers, one of my action movies. Um, Signs is one of my like through the top movies. Shit, the shock the hell out of you. Signs, like the, yeah. What what is signs? Signs is that alien movie. And the part that shocked me about it was like, you know, it was the scene where they was having a kid's party and they were trying to like see the footage of the alien in that footage and everybody was like, where's that, where's that? And I was even engaged like, damn, I want to see it too. <laughs> and it was the first time that they showed the alien within the movie from that footage and I was like, the way it creeped through the screen, I was like, the, yo, that's like, that was the best way to creep somebody out, man. Like seriously. And, and what year did that movie come out? Can't remember. I know, like in the early two thousands. Okay, so it's not. It's like and not, that shit ran like chills up my spine, his hair up, and everything. You know what I mean? What, what about any hood movies that you? The classics like Boys in the Hood, Juice, um, Paid It Full. Yeah, that was classic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Boys in the Hood or Menace to Society? I would have to say middle society. Um, juice or paid in full? I would have to go with wow. wow. You know what? The story about the four kids because it, it for everybody it's it what is that juice? Yeah. Okay. And because um, it was a story that was—I mean, they both the stories are told, but like, it was different story that like, like everybody fits in the in a in a certain type of group. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have the people that were like cute. You had the people that were like still, that were like shaky. Yeah, I was I was cute, the DJ. Yeah, <laughs> the DJ. Yeah. And then you had the hot-headed uh, people that were like Park, and yeah. you had. The the father figure that were like uh, Raheem. Yeah, Raheem. and they, and they're, they're all brand new actors Raheem? too. Raheem, yeah, it's the, it's the the one who died first. Yeah, yeah. Um, Juice or Minister Society win the finals. <laughs> mm. This is your own little bracket. Minister Society. You go with that one. Yeah, yeah. I went. I seen that movie. I saw it in the movie theater like three or four times and all like that. See? Yeah, yeah. something about it. It was just like. Fresh new, you know what I mean? Yo, keep it down, man. Um, you got any new singles dropping? I'm sorry. Besides the single that you just put out, is there any new any new music in the works? Yeah, I'm starting fresh and new. You know, I threw out the old material, just like I'm gonna start new. So that was the first one. The next one I'm about to go to in is uh, about to be recorded in about a couple of days. Probably, you know, this weekend. So, yeah, I'm not going to give the name out yet because I'm still working on the name. I know what the topic is about, but... At least tell us about the topic, man. Give, give us something. Mm. Something to look forward but to. But that's the thing. It, it, it might change because I got, like, two different ways I might go about it. So I'm just trying to pick, like, what will stand out the most. Hey, what, 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 what is it? Out of them two, I don't want to give it away. Just <laughs> forgot to wait, man. You got to give it something, man. Mm, I mean, well, it is, like... A track that's gonna be relatable, you know. It's about like uh, starting fresh and new, you know. So because in that it comes in a point in life where you you start fresh and new. Everybody had that moment in life where they have to start fresh and new. So it's about that topic about start starting fresh and new or find that something that's fresh and new, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, if you won't give us too much about the the music and all like that, uh, how about you tell us where we can find you? Uh. L underscore Y underscore money. That's my Instagram. Um, if you want to see my real life, you go to Facebook. Just type in my name, Willie Flores. Last name is spelled F-L-E-U-R-E-U-S. Um, yeah. You, know, you might see some wild stuff about me joking and stuff on there, too. But, you know, when you see some real serious posts. But that's life. Some days you, you know, you... Speaking about real stuff, and some days you're just speaking about just joking around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because ain't nobody just going through life all serious. And if you are, I don't. 
can't <laughs> yeah. be right. It's too dark. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Um, well, where, where do you get your beats from? I was meant to ask that earlier. Um, I'm, I'm a producer myself, and I, I, I like to, you know, dip and dab with other producers, you know, because I don't want to just stick to one sound. You know, you got some people that just, you know, stick to themselves, but, you know, it's, it's good to just, you know, dab in other things, you know. Any producer you want to name? Uh, Mike V, give him a shout out. He helped me with this one track that was kind of doing good, but not, you know, I just felt like it wasn't working for me, so I just started pressing new. But uh, it was a, a sample to, what's his name? What's their name? Silk, meeting in my bedroom. Okay. You know, I mean, the, the ladies loved it. The clubs was loving it, but I just feel like it was just not doing the numbers I, I expected, you know? Okay. So I like, back to the lab. All right. So um, anything else you would like to tell everybody before we get out of here? Um, yeah, if you like good music, you know, I'm coming with it. I'm going to continue that legacy of just bringing good music like how people in the past did. You know what I mean? When I'm in the past, I mean people that were already out before me. Yeah. No matter if they're younger than me, that they put out something, or people that were older than me, they put out something that was back then. It don't matter. You know, good music, good music. Yes, sir. I definitely agree with that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy DJ47 again with the, but not NY, but it's L-Y. L-Y. You know, get familiar with the guy. He got a track out called Better Know, and, you know, hopefully he'll put out more records and, he, you know, he come back and do another interview, man. I'm a, you're more than welcome to come back anytime, man. Yeah. All right, man. Take care, man. Thank you, man. All right. Bless up. DJ47. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's up, world? It's your boy, DJ47. Thanks for tuning in to our YouTube page. If you like what you see, hit the like button. And don't forget to subscribe to us as we hit you with new videos every week. One.